You're listening to Corporate Multiplayer. The official podcast of the 4-1 Game Zone. Hello and welcome to another Cooperative Multiplayer Live, the official 401 Game Zone podcast. And I am your host, Sean Garmer, and with me is our usual co host here, Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. Well, how have things gone for you? Pretty alright. Played some games and got some stuff. You? Uh, lots of stuff going on that isn't gaming related just football season started had to start doing the two a weeks for the sports podcast watched so much daggum nfl football on monday i think i was like footballed out by the time we got to doing that show uh but yeah just got to play a little bit of this guy still so still doing the review hopefully i can play a lot more so i can get that out when uh, the embargo goes out, but yeah, we shall see. It, I don't think it comes out until like October, though. So I thought you said the twenty second. Well, the twenty second is when the embargo goes, but I don't think the game comes out the twenty second. Comes out at like October sixth, because they <laughs> said something about a launch trailer is not coming till October. So probably want to give people time to play it. Yeah, and they also probably want to let people have early reviews and stuff like that, which is weird because I can't imagine people that are just this guy of fans are just not going to buy it. I mean, that'd be kind of weird. I mean, that game, you know, it's this guy. I mean, it's, you know, it doesn't really... It needs they to change come things. with... Do what? It needs to come with a pair of collector's panties in order for people to buy it. <laughs> Yeah, I still can't talk about a whole lot because it doesn't really... A lot of games, you know, they tell you what you can and cannot talk about. This one doesn't tell you anything about what yeah. you can and cannot talk about. So I'm just going to take the safe end and just say, okay, I'm not going to talk about anything. <laughs> yeah. Keep it there. But uh, you had your review of Disney Infinity 3.0 come out. Yeah, I went up and I had a big, big error in it, which my friend Matt pointed out. <laughs> That's always great when uh, I, one of the producers for the game just points that out. Yeah, well, it was unintentional. I called the set the like Star Wars playset Twilight of the Empire. It's really Twilight of the uh, Republic. Darn Star Wars and their various names for things. Yeah, I thought it was like Twilight of the. I think that's supposed to be like a movie title or something like down the road. Ah. Uh, but I'm, st- I'm still trying to have Jeremy change it or someone else change it if they can. Oh, they haven't I changed think, it yet. No, I know it's doable, but just haven't done it yet. Yeah, I mean, all they have to do is just. Uh, I wish I had that power. <laughs> Yeah, no, it sucks. The only thing that does suck about it is that they basically have to change it and then repost it. And then okay. they have to go in and change the time to make it look like... It was right on. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know how much of a pain that really is to do because they do it with the podcast. Not this one, but the wrestling one when they want to... Because they don't want to put it as the top thing on yeah. the column. So just change the time so that it makes it seem like I posted it earlier ah. uh, we well. shall see I mean it's what one word yeah well I used it twice but yeah, yeah. Uh, what else I got a mod- new mod- modded Xbox that I kind of broke but somehow fixed uh, how'd you break it it starts off it, when I turn it on it has this really funky boot animation that I wanted to get rid of so I thought I could just go into the like mod chip setting and like re- like reset it. And the minute I did that, I wiped the settings for how to boot the system. 
So when I flipped it back on, it was like, it put it into like the normal Xbox dashboard and was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you, you did something. We know you did something. What happened? <laughs> huh. Uh, like the hard drive got like locked for some reason. Um, well, they always, they're always locked, but like right. it wouldn't boot the hard drive. So I had to go back and set like my chip and kind of, it's working a little now. But not how it was, which is kind of a bummer. So what can you not do? Or? I can't get rid of that stupid message at the start, um, which really annoys me. I think the mod chip was like locked too for some reason, which is new to me, because I can't like flash it. I can't like put any new firmware on it, and I should be able to. Um, what else? Yeah, I beat, played a lot of Metal Gear, played a lot of, played some of WWE 2K15, and I played a I little Mario. on PC? Uh, it's pretty funny, because there's like an audience density slider, so you can set like how much, or it's supposed to be like for graphics, like how much audience your computer can handle, so I set it to like low, so the audience is like one-fifth filled. <laughs> And it, it ac- it's a lot more accurate to a WWE show now. Ha. <laughs> nice. I just don't like I just don't like that game, I don't think. And I'm I actually reasonably like I think thirteen. Uh that's the one I that's the last one I had. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that that game is not good at all. Like it doesn't have a training mode, and I think I asked you like where is it near like the career mode, but I want, like, an option at the start that says, this is how you play this game. <laughs> yeah, I think they, because the career mode was, like, the big thing they were touting for that game, they pretty much figured that most people would play the career mode, and then you would learn how to play, or that, you know, most people that are playing that game know how to play it. But, I mean, on PC, it's, it's a little different, you know, so. Well, yeah. I mean, if you're using the gamepad, it's the same thing, but. Yeah, but it's just still not explained, like, how you, like, pick up weapons or, like, how you climb to the top rope instead of just the second rope and stuff like that. Like, it's just very strange. Yeah, some of it is... I mean, the controls for that game, the way they did the game, period, the kick-out animation, which they supposedly changed with the new game now, all, all the stuff is just... There, there's so much wrong with that game, and... The career mode itself is boring. So. Yeah, I haven't even touched it. I've just been like doing like singles matches occasionally. Well, it just takes forever for you to get to one because you have to fill up this meter of after winning and and doing all this other stuff. And then when you fill up a meter, okay, you move to the next show and the next show. And, and it's not like okay, you go from NXT to Superstars to Main Event to SmackDown then. God, by the time you get to Raw, it's freaking, you know, next year, It's it feels like, okay, well, 2K16 is going to come out by the time I get to Raw. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't have that kind of time. <laughs> and, you know, God uh, bless anybody else that had the time to play that game like that. Yeah. And I, I sunk about 40 hours into Metal Gear, and I finally beat Chapter 1. <laughs> wow. Is chapter two short or something? No, doesn't look like it at all. So basically, like I, I'm like halfway done, maybe. Yeah. I think there's a chapter. I think there's a chapter three also, but I heard that like that's a short one for some reason. Well, I mean, at least they don't make you have to go through forty hours for every chapter. Yeah, and it's a lot. It's pretty cumulative. Like, I mean, you carry stuff over, which is nice. It's all like yeah. one big story. Like, I defeated the big, stupid mech, so I'm happy about that, but... Like, you defeat it, and then you land it on your base. And I'm like, oh, I'm sure this is going to go real well. <laughs> I've heard the, uh... The online mode of the single player doesn't work that great. Yeah, I don't know about console, but on PC it's pretty busted. Like, it, you just... It keeps, like, disconnecting me, and it tries to reconnect, and... Like, it interrupts the missions, because you have to go through the, like, forward base tutorial thing. And right. it just never quite works. 
That sounds wonderful. Yeah. Especially for, you know, how much you pay for the game and all that, and then it doesn't work. No, I mean, single player works, and if you just disconnect, it's fine, so. I mean, well, that, I that, meant, like, you know, the online. Yeah. You know. I'm, that's, like, it's it's annoying, but, I mean, considering how good the game is, aside from that, it's, you know, worth suffering through, I would say. Right. Well, uh, if in case for some reason you don't know, even though the bulk of Tokyo Game Show is happening from today on to about, I think, uh, the 20th, which would be Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Sunday. So, you know, maybe on next, on next week's show, which hopefully will be on Tuesday night or whatever, we'll be able to get into the bulk of, of what was announced or anything that was shown we're kind of get to just get to talk about what sony announced at their press conference and some of the other things that were announced a little bit after that but yeah i mean the sony did have a few quite a few things to to show square enix also had a few things that they shown namely what we talked about last week on the show which even though it's not called 2.9 it is called 2.8 with the roman numeral 2.8 seriously only Tetsuya Nomura at this point and like are you just trying to make this game even weirder like just come on seriously uh, Any- the, the next game is just going to be like Final Fantasy and then like a logical argument broken up into symbolic logic <laughs> it'll just be like a dot b in parentheses c if then d or something like that <laughs> Right? I mean, and I thought that I could sideswipe and not have to get this, but apparently I do, because not only have they included a remaster of uh, the 3DS Dream Drop Distance, which I already have this game on 3DS, but they're including a, an extra, like, sequel, sort of, to Birth by Sleep, called A Fragmentary Passage, which is like a new part of the story that takes place after Birth by Sleep, told from the perspective of Aqua. And then you also get scenes from the Unchained X, which is called Back Cover for some reason. Is Unchained X, I guess, uh, something I've never heard of? I just don't even know what that's supposed to be. Is that supposed to be part of the... I, I think it's just made up. No, I don't I don't think so. Honestly, I, I wouldn't even buy it. I would just watch everything on YouTube. Yeah, I'm sure that'll get put on YouTube. Uh, I still need to play Dream Drop Distance, but I'm I'm still I, I need to go back to start getting myself into playing those games again. It's just so much other things uh, going on. I also might end up having to restart the whole damn thing if I can't beat Ansem Riku <laughs> at some point here, which sucks. But you know. It is what it is. It's not like, you know, we're in a rush here because Kingdom Hearts 3 ain't coming out anytime soon at the rate that they're going. This this really seems the one. It'll be out in 2016, no problem. (laughs) That's what they say. Uh, Yeah, I mean, this just seems like another, oh, here's something so that you don't think about the fact that Kingdom Hearts 3 is still in development or whatever. But, I mean... If you didn't get the 3DS game, is this really worth it? I mean, this is coming to the PS4, even though Hell the other no. two games are not on the PS4. None of those games are worth it, except for 1 and 2. <laughs> I, I reasonably liked uh, the PSP one, but even that's not worth it. <laughs> oh, Worth by Sleep is really good. Chain of Memories is... Eesh. It gets boring. after. A while. What about the card game? Wasn't that Chain yeah, of Memories? Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Chain yeah. of Memories, is, it gets boring after a while, because it's really just... You're redoing all the stuff from one. Except in card form. Yeah, which... I mean, the strategy is cool, but eventually that also gets annoying and boring. That's like people who like Triple Triad. People are nuts. Yeah, I mean, Triple Triad's cool, again, but I can't sit there and play it forever and ever like some people do. Just, you know. Now, Gwent, on the other hand, in The Witcher 3 is pretty cool. Ah. That's a real man's card game. (laughs) Good to know. Uh, So another thing that apparently, you know, Sony wanted to make a big deal, but 
honestly have to wonder if it really is or not. It makes a lot of sense so that there's no confusion. Obviously, they're not going to bring out something that's called Project Morpheus either, but it's now simply called PlayStation VR so that you know exactly what it is whenever it hits store shelves. Nice imaginative name. <laughs> yeah, but I think they just wanted to make it plain and simple so that when you see yeah. it, you know exactly what it is. Yeah. Uh, I honestly don't think it's that big a deal. I still don't see the... I mean, I can. I get it that VR is going to be something, but I still don't see it as this mass thing that everybody's going to go out and buy. I don't see it as that, because I think for most people it's just going to be too expensive. Right. Especially like that Oculus thing. Like, it, I'm sure it'll be amazing, but you need at least a $1,000 computer to run it. At right. least. And, and most people don't just want to go spend $1,000 on a computer. Yeah. I mean, my computer that I have right now costs that, and I'm worried about it probably not being able to run it, probably. No, like, the Morpheus, it requires an NVIDIA 980 video card. Oh, yeah, no way. Which, I mean, a lot of gaming computers have that, but no, like, just off-the-shelf computer has that. Right. Well, I mean, I'm assuming most off-the-shelf people are not just going to buy an Oculus either. I mean, maybe. I mean, if it, if, it, if that's the one that people latch on to, they might, but... It's like, to get this thing, it'll be $300, hopefully, and it'll be another $1,200 computer. It's like, no. No one's yeah, going to do that. <laughs> $1,500 for that thing? No, thank you. You can buy all the consoles <laughs> for that price. It's yeah. still something left over. Uh, that, I, mean, I did notice, I think, I forgot which NFL game it was, but somebody was using an Oculus, and they made a big point about that. I thought that was kind of cool that they were just kind of putting it into just any regular old thing. I still don't know that it's going to totally catch on with everyone, but... Well, it just feel like that first-person football from NFL, ESPN, 2K5. <laughs> yeah, the The last good football game. <laughs> Except for that first-person mode. It wasn't really good. Hey, head Steve, that's all you care about in football games. True. They did uh, come out with a new PlayStation 4 with different colors, controllers, and hard drive covers, and also a $50 price drop in Japan, which seems to indicate that probably around the holiday season, when Microsoft is maybe taking a, a price cut or doing a big bundle with Tomb Raider and everything, PS4 is going to combat that with a... We're now $350 for the regular 500 gigabyte version. I think the PS4 just needs better pack-in games. Like, that's the one thing that Microsoft does pretty well. I mean, GTA 5 is still selling. Yeah, but, like, when I got my PS4, it was, like, The Last of Us. <laughs> and I what's that, like, what are the pack-in games now? Like, GTA 5 and, like, yeah, Destiny? GTA 5 if you get that and, one. yeah. Destiny, and I think it was like NBA 2K5 and Far Cry 4 at one point. I don't know yeah. what it is aside from GTA 5 right now, but... I mean, I got the Last of Us, Last of Us 1 too, but I'd never played Last of Us on PS3, so it kind of worked out for me. See, I did. Like, I, I, I imagine like a lot of PS... Like, or PlayStation fans did, so I was like, alright, this, I mean, this is fine, but... Yeah. I mean, it's not like you were paying extra for the game or anything, so... Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those things. I mean, speaking of that, you know, that included a digital uh, version of Last of Us. You had to put in the code that they gave you on this card. And GameStop says that they are no longer going to sell uh, bundles that have digital games in them. Well, guess what, GameStop? They're not going to stop making bundles that have digital games. <laughs> That's no, just... I mean... Yeah, GameCop will just open it before like you get before they take the console and just remove the card. <laughs> what, so they're gonna sell it refurbished for thirty dollars less, I guess? Just to Well they've been offering they're offering like a physical copy of the game like instead. Ah, uh, okay, okay. So like uh instead of getting like Destiny when you buy the PS bundle you get like the physical game instead because they want you to get in the store 
Right. I mean, look, I understand GameStop. It's a way to... I mean, the thing is, I don't know what they're going to do when all the games go digital eventually, but, you know, you might want to get, you know, get used to start selling these little cards because that's what you're going to be selling if you still want to have these brick and mortars. This is also why we're seeing them branch out to selling all kinds of other things in their stores. They have those pop figures. They have so many other things. Now they're going to open up their own Think Geek store where they're selling all this other stuff just to try to get to that point where they're sustainable without just having games because at some point we're not going to get so many retail versions of the games and they won't be able to do trade-ins and stuff like that. The one thing that would help GameStop uh, when people is... When you go in, you don't feel like you're getting hassled. <laughs> yeah. When you like, call, I don't need to hear the 20 games that I can pre-order before you talk to me. Yeah, there shouldn't be like a checklist. Like, do you have Game Informer subscription? Do you have the power-up card? Do you have any games you want to pre-order or trade in? It's like, no. I want to buy this game. I don't want a goddamn pre-order, and I want to leave. And if not, I'll go to Best Buy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, the pre-order thing I'm kind of fine with because sometimes I have realized that, oh, crap, I didn't even know this game was coming out. Thanks. Maybe I'll put $5 down. But, like, the other stuff is just kind of like, okay, remind me of the power-up card when my subscription is coming up. Okay, makes sense. Like, I know mine's due in October. So, like, next month I'm sure somebody's going to tell me, hey, your thing's going to be coming up. Uh, Do you want to renew it? I'll be like, okay, whatever. Here's my $15. And whatnot, but like I don't need, you know, I, the credit card thing, it, you know, it not happening, you know, just like, and you don't even want to tell people on the stupid credit card, like, why are you telling me about it? Just leave it alone, <laughs> you know. It's just, uh, I mean, I I understand it's retail; they gotta try to sell people on stuff and whatnot. But like you said, tone it down a little bit, you know. Don't, don't make me feel like. I need to buy something else before I walk out of the store. I mean, I'm already yeah. buying, you know, a $20 game or, or $60 game or something. Just, you know. Uh, I mean, the thing, too, with GameStop is uh, it's one of these – they're getting mad at a company that they obviously don't want you to trade in their games. They, they want you to keep the game longer. This is why they come out with season passes and DLC and all that so that you don't trade in the game so that you'll want to later sit there and, and go, oh, crap, there was this DLC that I really wanted. Or, well, I mean, I don't, I don't know about some of the things that they're doing now. Like Fallout, I can understand, but uh, I think uh, there's another game that already came out with... Uh, you can buy this season pass. We have no idea what's going to be on it, but you can buy it. And it's like, hey, we're getting a, a sa- little bit extra on the season pass. Well, like Assassin's Creed already does that. Uh, like they're releasing new, like another slate of Mortal Kombat fighters. It's like, give me a yeah, break. Yeah, but I mean, at least they kind of tell you the Mortal Kombat fighters, right? Like, you know. They haven't yet. It just oh, said new fighters yeah. are coming, yeah. I mean, it's cool and all that you get Jack the Ripper DLC, but, you know, you could have told us that before, but he paid the $30, especially considering what happened with Unity. And, you know, it just... I mean, I trust uh, Bethesda with Fallout, considering that, you know, the the DLC they've done for that and the DLC they did with Skyrim, but still, I just don't like the way they're going with, okay, here's a season pass, we're going to tell you what's on it later, Go ahead and spend your thirty dollars. I get that they want extra money and all that stuff, and that's kind of how they make money too, without having to split some of the retail with somebody else. But it's just, ugh, it, it's a slippery slope. I think that we're going down in, in gaming. Speaking of a slippery slope, this Resident Evil game that Capcom announced called Biohazard Umbrella Core which you have listed here as a competitive online shooter. Why yeah. the hell? Isn't this like the 20th or 30th anniversary of Resident Evil? Why the hell is this a game? Well, that's just what Resident Evil fans want. They don't want the slow-moving, high-selling Resident Evil remake that, you know, put them on the map a year or six months ago. They want a competitive team-based shooter. There's that's not enough even, of those in the world. That's not Resident Evil. 
Yeah. I mean, when I think of Resident Evil, that's the last thing I think about. Well, it's supposed to be like, I think it might be like Operation Raccoon City. Or like Outbreak. Oh, and that game was great. Yeah. Or the PS2 the... games. I forget what they're called. I think Outbreak 1 and 2. Yeah, like Outbreak at well, Operation Raccoon City was a 360 and, and PS3 game, and it's terrible. Yeah. Like, and, uh... They keep trying to shoehorn in, like, action beats into Resident Evil, and it just never quite works. Because it's not a franchise that can... It's an action genre. Oh, I mean, 5 is their highest-selling Resident Evil ever, apparently. So... I don't know. A four worked, but after that, it just kind of went way to the extreme. And well, then, four, you know, I think four worked because it was a pretty, it, it was action oriented, but it still had a lot of horror elements to it. Yeah, especially the first part of the game was still yeah. Resident Evil, and then the second half was kind of action, which it became later. I mean, that game probably hasn't that game hasn't aged particularly well, but it still kind of folds up. I don't think 5 does at all, and 6 really doesn't. <laughs> yeah, 6 was bad by all accounts. But I just didn't like the partner stuff in 5. Like, that was the worst part in 4, like, having to deal with Ashley, like, when, as you're playing with Leon, and I can't, I couldn't believe they expanded it to 5 with the whole game. I'm like, what? <laughs> I guess they figured the co you know, having co-op would really sell the game for people, but, I mean, I guess it did. It's their, their highest-selling Resident Evil, but it's just... Especially when you're going to have, like, these nameless people that you're going to be using and, and whatever. It just It doesn't make sense to me why why we're doing this game. I just hope it, I just hope you can create a character and it can be a giant block of tofu running around. <laughs> that would be great. I think I might buy that if that happens. It was, like, the different colors of tofu. That's how, that's the, how you change colors. That's how you change outfits. Yeah, but at least they're still doing the Resident Evil 2 remake, so... Yeah, yeah I mean, I think there are, like, two different people at that company who are, like, split on what to do with Resident Evil. Like, the one guy is like, I want to make this remake, and the other guy is like, I want to make an action online shooter. And someone's like, I guess do both and see what happens. Yeah, it just... It amazes me who's sitting here doing this stuff for this for this company it's like everything that comes out of that company now is a remake or something that has to do with an old the thing with like Mega Man that's also a collection I mean it's just do we do anything original anymore Capcom at all just ah amazing I mean we have heard absolutely nothing about Deep Down and that game came out like or not came out but it was announced at the launch event for the PS4. I mean, just ridiculous. But hey, at least the blood, uh, you know, blood, blood, Bloodborne players are going to get their expansion pretty soon. It's called the Old Hunters. So, you know, I still have not played that game, and nor do I think I intend to. Yep, I'm, I'm right there with you. <laughs> a zillion times. I heard I could I've heard it's more easy to play, but like it's like ten percent more easy, and that's like that's not enough for me. I, yeah, I've heard it streamlines a lot of things that Dark Souls kind of made difficult too. But it's just one of those. I just don't want to die a hundred times before I finally get it, and I get hopefully don't get so frustrated I start throwing things. It's just you know not the kind of game I want to be sitting there playing. But uh. You could get Yakuza 6, exclusive to the PS4. Don't know when that's coming in the U.S. since Yakuza 5 hasn't even come over here yet. But we're getting a Yakuza 1 remake, too. So, are you excited for... I, I kind of am. I've never played any of those games, but I have, like, friends who like them a lot. Uh, and I'm curious to give it a shot. Like, that's all I can kind of say. I played the Yakuza 4 that came to the PS Plus for a little bit. It seems more like a more self-aware Sleeping Dogs. Like they do crazy stuff in that game that's you know very Japanese, and it's 
totally okay because it's that's the way the game is you know um like there's a scene where he just like slaps some girl or something and you're just like okay that happened you know but it i've heard it's it's really good and i kind of enjoyed a lot of what i was having but it's you know the open world that kind of thing so you know if you're into that all i can hope is if the uh in the Yakuza 1 remake to keep Eliza Dushku as a voice actress. Let's see if they want to pay her all the royalties for that. Uh, King of Fighters 14. Gosh, there's been 14 of these uh, in Japan. It, it comes out in Japan in January. Uh, no idea when it comes out here. I'm sure it will at some point. They usually do. do you, are you a King of Fighter fan? I, not really. Like I, I think I, the only one I got into was like King of Fighters '99 and the Dreamcast, which is a yeah, it was a while ago. Uh, I mean, they're competent enough fighters, but I just I don't really know, really know who to play in those games except for like my. Uh, that's about it. I mean, they're fine, but like they don't really have any story, which is kind of what I, like what I like about fighting games. Right. I mean, that's what was cool about the Persona fighting games is it was almost like a visual novel sort of a persona yeah that probably went like a little too overboard but at least it tried <laughs> right i mean but they they were trying also to put in you know a game that's not really a traditional fighter yeah I, I, yeah go ahead sorry oh, i was gonna say like i play i play like a little marvel vs. capcom 2 over the weekend and that game just has, like, no story at all. Like, it's just, like, arcade mode, and that's it. Like, no attempt at all to, like, explain what the hell is going on. Yeah, that was more like, uh, oh, these characters are all together in one game. Go buy it. And people did. <laughs> so. Yeah, but at least, the, at least the old game had endings and stuff. <laughs> yeah, like, two just, they said, okay, we're going to scrap all that. Okay. Yeah. Apparently, uh, as I was mentioning with the Persona, apparently Dancing All Night is like that, too. It's a bunch of visual novel story, and you really don't dance that much in the game. At least yeah. like in the campaign mode. That's fine, though. I mean, what do you want? I mean, that kind of makes me actually want to play the game, even though I don't think I'm going to get a Vita anytime soon, unless they drop in price, because... You know, it's a Vita. There's only so many games that you can buy for the thing. The worst one was uh, Guilty Gear Zerd. Like, the story mode is just like a two-hour anime movie. Oh, that might be interesting. No, no, like, no fighting at all. And why is it a fighting game? Because it's a good fighting game, but it's like, why is this in here? Why not just have it as an anime option? <laughs> That's weird, because the other games are all about the fighting and stuff. I don't remember that being in much of the other games, but yeah. maybe they did it for that. Uh, another reason to get a Vita is for Dangan, or Danganronpa, which is one of the you know big games on the Vita, at least the first and second one, because the third one is going to come to the PS4. Uh, no word yet on if the first and second one are, but you would have to think, since it's an actual story that continues... They would have to come at some point here. And if they do, ooh, I think I'm going to so get them. Uh, I think I'm excited for 3 coming to PS4, which means I can finally play it. I mean, I, I don't know how you are with the whole visual novel thing, but the story is is really interesting. Yeah, I haven't played them, but I've heard they're like well-reviewed, or like people like them, so we'll see. <laughs> All I care about is trying to fight off possessed bear. <laughs> that has me hooked right there. <laughs> you should go play Fear th or Condemn Two for that. <laughs> I guess I could probably find a cheap somewhere. Uh, Gravity Rush One and Two are coming to the PS4. Uh, pretty cool to see Gravity Rush Two coming. I know Gravity Rush One was pretty awesome. You big fan? Nope, never heard of like I like until that announcement. I never even heard of it before. Yeah, Gravity Rush was. I got to play it at a friend's house. It was pretty, pretty cool game. Uh, one of the, again, one of those games was like, ah, oh, I don't have a Vita. But if I remember right, I, th I swear the first one, 
I think I'm thinking of something else. Might have come to some other system, but I think I'm wrong on that one. But, eh, it, it's it, it looks like a lot of fun. So hopefully, we it, when it comes to the PS4, it is all that everybody keeps saying it is. I think the last thing I have is there's a new Hot Shots Golf of all things. Yep. I haven't played Hot Shots Golf since like the PS2. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I'm not a big. I don't like golf games that much, but at least like that attempted to be fun, and it was pretty simple. Yeah, that's what was cool about Hot Shots. Like, it was it's fun. You know, before we golf came around, this was the game that you played to you know have fun playing golf and not really worried so much about oh my god I didn't hit the birdie or whatever. It was just something that. You had a crazy-looking character, and you just did fun stuff on. Especially since that like latest EA golf game, like apparently was not good at all. Oh yeah, uh, Roy McIlroy, whatever. Yeah. Somehow it's still sold enough to be in the top MPD for that month. It's ridiculous. Uh, can you believe this? Sonic Boom, Fire and Ice, the 3DS games. Are delayed or the 3DS game? I think it's just one. Yeah. It's delayed to 2016 for quality concerns. You know what? You shouldn't even be making the game in the first place. That that's the quality concern that I have. Yeah, I think they might have to because that stupid cartoon. But I, I would just scrap that entire thing, honestly. I think they also this is their last game in their deal with Nintendo. That's also why they have to make it. No. Like, I think they should either let Sonic die or actually have someone intelligent look at how to make a game like that in this, like, gaming climate. Yeah, I I don't know that that can be solved. It seems like Sonic just needs to go away for a while, honestly. Like, the, the only thing I would, I would actually like is probably like an HD remake of the first three and a half, maybe four games. Like, that'd be fine. Yeah, that would be cool. If they did it right, but I mean... One to Sonic and Knuckles or something? I'd probably throw in Sonic CD also, but yeah, just have like those five games. That's all you need. I would agree. Would be nice to see, but... Don't think they're going to do it. They'll just keep releasing the old classic versions, and... I think that's that's enough. Uh, Project X-Zone 2 is coming out. In February 2016, February 16th to be exact, and then February 19th in Europe. If you don't know what this game is, it's like an anime, like, turn-based tactics game that has, like, uh, the guy from Ace Attorney, Mega Man, Yakuza, uh, Street Fighter, Tekken, Shinobi, Resident Evil 6, Space Channel 5, and more all in one game. It's like a Sega and Capcom, like, you know, uh, strategy, so... It reminds the me a lot. Oh, come on. Yeah, the first one was pretty cool. So. It reminds me a lot of a game uh, that never came out in America called Namco X Capcom. Did it have anybody different from... Oh, well, yeah, it would have been the Namco... Yeah, it was like a lot of Soul Calibur characters. Uh, I think Cosmos was in it. I'm not sure if that's... Capcom or not, but uh, yeah, it was fun. Yeah, I mean, that seems pretty awesome just to have the Soul Calibur. Like, it was a strategy game, but it had, like, direct control, uh, and you had to, like, enter in commands to, like, do special moves. Oh, wow. And a lot of, like, a lot of Tekken characters and, you know, what you'd expect Klonoa was in it, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, Klonoa. Huh. That's probably the last time somebody heard of Klonoa. Yeah. Well, unless it came out for the GBA, then I guess not. And like some tales of char- like tales characters also. Oh wow, man! They should uh, think about like re-releasing that or something. Well, it never came out in America, but there are like fan translation like patches that just make the game in English. And it was for what system? Uh, PS2. Ah. The intro, I'll show you the intro later. The intro's like really insane. 
it's like this whole it's like this whole anime thing. It's it's pretty funky but cool. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, if if you're if you like the first one at all, this one should be even better. If not, I would check out the first one because it was I enjoyed it. I uh, did not know what to expect, and I was like, wow, this is like one of the best games on the 3DS. So there's that. We also have. Walmart is freaking selling a Star Wars Battlefront Special Edition for $130 that has a Han Solo mini fridge that holds six cans of whatever drink you desire. It also, I think, pulls out the shelf. So if you want to rearrange your mini fridge, I guess, whatever. But, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, Would you consider getting that? No, because I don't care about Battlefront. <laughs> the more I see of that game, the more I just get befuddled by people who are into it. I'm just like, what is this thing? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you really love that Han Solo and Bicarbonite thing. But I, I also see, like, a, I've seen a lot of the old Battlefront 3 footage. Right. So, that looks like, that still looks, like, worlds better than this thing. So I just get more bummed out that it never came out. <laughs> uh, I mean, it is what it is, I guess. Yeah. I'm not spending $130 to get that, but whatever. Maybe it included night vision goggles <laughs> on the fridge. <laughs> for, for for what reason? Just, so just put them see... on. Just, yeah, just put them on Han Solo. <laughs> Then wouldn't you be covering his face to kind of defeat the purpose? Yeah, it'd be funny, though. Yeah. Someone will probably do it, I'm sure. So, did you know that Zune music is still around? I didn't. I, I kind of did, because I think that's still the only way you can play that custom music on the Xbox One. Oh, really? I don't think you can just plug in, like, an MP3 player. I'm not sure, though, but... I think that was like one of the big things they're kind of touting. Like you can. Oh, you never just, could do that. I don't think even in the Xbox 360 you could. You had to do it with the USB. No, you could do it with an MP3 player, just fine. Could? Yeah, like an iPod would just work fine. Huh. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's gone if. Uh... <laughs> if you ever used it. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. I never. They said you couldn't put in like a disc and have it burn it to your system like you could with the 360 so yeah it'd be interesting to see what if at all they have any kind of remedy for that like that functionality should just be in there because it's I mean not a, not a lot of people used it but it was still useful to have well I mean it's awesome like for WWE games when you want to have your own music yeah because it the, you know the music they put in those games is terrible uh, so, I mean, and then, you know, you don't want to have your own credit character, and they all have to come out to the themes you hear all the time anyway. So it's just They all just come out to Mankind's theme. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so... <laughs> Which one, the car crash or the... Yeah. The, okay. Either that, the, or the hard, either that or the Hardy Boys. <laughs> the, the, uh... The music that is pretty much like production music. It's like yeah, it's a, it's a, it has no discernible quality whatsoever. Right. I swear I heard that like on ESPN a bunch of times, like back in the nineties. It was like I don't the yeah. Hardy Boys theme. Yeah, I don't doubt it. Yeah, I think they use it for like I think they still use it for like occasional baseball games. Yeah, exactly. I had no idea that this uh, Dead Island Epidemic game existed either. Yeah, uh, that it's apparently shutting down next month. So uh, it's play a, it while you can, I guess. Yeah, it was an early access MOBA on Steam. Uh, like they, everyone got like invites to that thing. Like I even have like four extra ones in my Steam library, and no one ever played it that I know of. Yeah, I can. I just never heard of thing. I was like, I can never. I never remember anyone saying. Oh yeah, I played that game. Is either yeah. it was so bad or just no one played it? Well, that's probably partially it, but also it's like they're—I mean, MOBAs are so like 
overly popular now or like so bloated, like it's either going to be Dota or like League, and that's about it. And now you know the hurt, uh, heart of the swarm is getting a little in there. Heroes of the Storm, sorry, whatever. Yeah. But I mean that's it. Right. And the only reason those kind of do well is because they have like kind of recognizable characters. Right. Yeah, I wouldn't play Heroes of the Storm at all if it wasn't for the blistered characters. You know. Yeah. So. I mean. Yeah, I- I'm surprised that thing lasted that long. <laughs> yeah. Didn't get taken down earlier. If you're excited for that Minecraft story mode, it comes out October 13th, so in a little bit less than a month. I think I might try it out, actually, so... I'm kind of uh, looking forward to it. Are you sold on it yet, or...? Nah, just because I'm... I'm pretty indifferent to, like, how Telltale has been doing this stuff lately. Like, I think... for Tales. Yeah, I think Borderlands is good, but it's just a lot of the same... A lot of the same framework as their past few games. Right. I'm interested to see how they could make it any different for Minecraft, just because they have to set it in that world and everything. Yeah, I mean, the story might be good, but that's kind of the only draw there is. It's certain and, I the, the, and the voiceover work, too, I think. Yeah. But it's certainly not going to be the gameplay. I've heard the gameplay's a little bit different, so... You know, I, it's, it's going to be... Interesting to see how it's received by people. Yeah. If all the Minecraft I, people go to it and everything. I just want to, uh, oh, what's that one? The Fables one? Oh, uh, Wolf Among Us? Yeah, I want, like, another sequel to that. Yeah, me too. I really want that. I'm surprised they didn't hotshot that thing because it was one of the popular ones. Like, they're making us Walking Dead Season 3, but that's about it. Yeah, that's expected, but it's just like, man, Wolf Among Us was so popular, people love that thing. I'm surprised they're not making a second one already. Uh, speaking of sequels, Dark Souls 3 already has a release date for the West. It's April of 2016. Uh, they apparently have also changed the way you do magic in that game. Are you sort of, I mean, I know you weren't a big fan of these games. You somehow wind up reviewing them, though. Yeah, Adam let, Adam loves to do that. <laughs> it's like, oh, I know you reviewed the other games. Well, yeah. also, it's, it's like, I'm never going to buy this $60 game, so do you want to review it? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think moving on to outside of gaming stuff, something that makes me really sad, Pacific Rim 2 is likely canceled due to infighting between Legendary Pictures and Universal Studios and they're not, and that's not the only game, or not the only movie. Apparently, they also have problems with the Warcraft movie, and another movie that stars Matt Damon of all people, uh, that comes out in November. Uh, I forgot what it's called, The Great Wall. Uh, so I mean, it, 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 so it's Pacific Rim Two and the Warcraft movie are, are might have some issues. And they well, don't know whether it's because it appeals to a broad audience or not or whatever, but it's just it's it's crazy to me. Well, at least the Warcraft movie's done. Like, like this. Right. It'll, it'll it'll at least come out. Like they didn't even start shooting Pacific Rim two yet, so. That really sucks, huge... man. Yeah, especially since like Godzilla did pretty well, which is kind of surprising because it's awful. Yeah, and it's just like Pacific Rim might have not done Killer at the Boss Office or anything, but it was a beloved movie. It did okay. Like the the reason it got greenlit in the first place because it did really well the or internationally. Yeah. The same thing with uh, Terminator Genesis. Like that's getting a sequel now because it's like the Chinese that. box office. Like it, it's more it more uh, profitable than like Fury Road, which is disgusting. Uh, something that I'm not surprised is happening uh, Mary Poppins 2 coming out uh, set 20 years after the original uh, yeah I, I certainly remember the original author hating the Disney version but man the, the, Disney is just going overboard with these live action yeah, did you see the Jungle Book trailer? 
No, I haven't seen it, but I just... It looks it looks bad. It looks, like, very cartoonish. And, like, not in a good way. I mean, Cinderella was good. Maleficent was actually better than I thought it was going to be. But Maleficent was at least a different take on Sleeping Beauty or whatever. Yeah. But it's just like, man, we're, we're, they have so many of these things slated. Beauty and the Beast. Uh, Tim Burton's going to do a Dumbo. I mean, like, why? Alice in Wonderland 2? I mean, like, God, it's just... I get it. You guys don't make animated movies anymore. I get it that, like, you don't want to have Pixar and you... You already have Pixar and your own studio alternating. Just come on now. I'm curious about uh, who they would get for Mary Poppins. Would you just cast, like, uh, what's her name? Anne Hathaway? Yeah, I was thinking about that. I don't think she'll do it. I mean, she, I think she had a bad falling out with him with Enchanted, so... I thought she... Like, I thought she did okay with that. Or I not that, Enchanted, uh... That... What's that? The other... M, Ella or Emma or something? I thought it was Ella, Ella Enchanted. It's, yeah, it's Ella Enchanted, and then there's the Enchanted movie that had Amy Adams, which is, like, what kind of put her on the map a little bit. Okay. So... Which was basically like a live-action version of like all their princess movies in one thing. Yeah, I'm sure Disney. I'm sure Disney would love to have a machine that you could feed in one of their animated movies and just spit out like a live-action one. That's exactly what they're doing. They're basically trying to do. They're they're only they're making a freaking live-action Peach Dragon again. Like, which was already live-action in the first place. I mean, like. How many of these are you... I guess until people just don't go to see them anymore, but... My goodness. It's, it's getting a little ridiculous. I want there to be a live-action Fantasia. <laughs> they, dress for, they dress with a mouse and a hat and a robe, and he's just dancing around for 30 minutes. It's <laughs> <laughs> a little bit difficult to do, but... Wouldn't be surprised. Do you think we'll ever uh, get a Kingdom Hearts movie? You know, if it's uh, if they ever come, you know what? If three is really the end, I would not be surprised. I would, if like, three is the end of that arc, I would say just the worst of all that, and just have like, you know, like a kid just finds like the Keyblade and goes on off an adventure. Because I think the problem with Kingdom Hearts, like, now would be it just has too, way too much backstory into it. So, uh, like, as a way to kickstart the new yeah. era and make a movie first? Yeah. That wouldn't be a bad idea, either. Because I think, the, like, Kingdom Hearts 1 is fine enough, and, and 2 is getting heavy, but when it's, once they start getting into the backstories about, like, Xenoheart and Terra and Veritas, whatever the hell his name was, it's like... This is way too much. Yeah, Birth by Sleep. By the time they got to Birth by Sleep, it was like, okay, we are just going off the reservation here. And then, like, Dream Drop Distance, it was like, oh, my God. Honestly. Yeah. Uh, Nickelodeon has announced their own on-demand service for their classic Nick programming called The Splat. Uh, due to Viacom suing to close down the Nick reboot. Yep. Uh, so, my response to them is an emphatic fuck you. Because Nick reboot used to be awesome. And whatever this thing is, it's not going to be as good. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> so, for people like me who had no idea what that was. Nick reboot uh, used to be a website that had a 24-hour stream going on. Where they showed old Nickelodeon shows from like nineteen up to like nineteen ninety six. Uh, like it was randomized, but they had a schedule going on. Like you could see like well into advance like what was going to be on, and they had a lot a lot of really offbeat Nickelodeon shows that I didn't remember. Like a, a show called Fifteen. Wow, Ever heard of no that? Idea what that is? It was a Canadian high school drama. Um, it starred Ryan Reynolds. And he was, like, 14 years old. Wow. It was hilarious. And, like, it was a dr it was a Canadian drama 
about kid, like kids in high school, and they never went to class. Like all the dialogue happened between like class sessions and stuff. Like I watched a few episodes so on. So it's kind of like Degrassi, except they didn't go to class. Yeah, like I never even saw an adult on that show. <laughs> wow. And they showed like art, you know, all the classics like Are You Afraid of the Dark, uh, Salute Your Shores, Clarissa Explains It All, all that stuff. It oh, didn't have man. commercials. Well, it only had commercials at the end. It would show okay. period accurate commercials. Wow. So, like, at the end of it, at the end of, like, an episode of Rugrats, it would show, like, a commercial for Dr. Mario or, like, Zelda. Like, original ass, like, 1991 over in, uh, Link to the Past Zelda. That's freaking awesome. Uh, they had a randomized stream, but also if you paid, like, five bucks a month you could like log in and just watch any of the shows they had uh, uh. just like on demand and then by like once it got really popular Viacom sued them well they were like well we like you know for legal reasons and the guy just shut it down completely and that's uh. where the splat came in like they'll have a, admittedly Nick Reboot wasn't like a good it wasn't great quality because a lot of it was like VHS stuff, mm-hmm. which is still which actually got, was kind of cool looking in itself. But I just don't like this corporate greed stuff. I'm honestly surprised that we don't get uh, we don't get uh, more more of this stuff. Like I'm surprised. Disney hasn't come out with their own... Like, they have a version of it, but it's not the same thing. Yeah. Like, a lot of Disney stuff... That's when they had, like, Toon Disney or Disney XD. Well, so, yeah, like, they still have that. That was supposed to be, like, you can see all the old old Disney cartoons on here. And then after, right. like, a year or two, it got, they got rid of them. <laughs> yeah, I think they probably figured that they could just make their own... Well, once, once they bought Marvel... It was really like, oh, well, we can just make new Marvel cartoons. And to their credit, that's worked out, you know. So uh, I still watched until recently where I just got to the point where it was like, oh, it's way too much. Well, uh, like, Nick did this also, uh, like, 15 years ago when they, aired, when they launched, like, Nick at Night. Where they catch all your old, the old, like, reruns of all your classic shows. And after, like, five years, they're like, screw it. We're just going to make our own stuff. That's awful. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's fine. You can only live off the old stuff for a long time. You know, Vi- the way Viacom's doing it, they're just having it there for the people that did like that channel. And if you want to watch those again, you can. I mean, admittedly, too, they'll also probably have a bigger library of stuff that you can get. The thing is, it's going to be the price, obviously, too. How much are they going to charge you? Are they going to up any of the stuff? Is it going to be just an original quality? You know, so, you know, I'm sure it will have ads, which will probably piss people off. So, you know, you have that, too. Yeah, um, there isn't, like, this old, insanely racist Dr. Mario commercial that they make the loading kept airing and Nintendo aired it too. It was really funny. The stuff you can get away with in the late 80s, 19, you know, early 90s. <laughs> yeah, it's like, wow. I showed it I showed it to a friend of mine. He's like, wow, this is bad. Yeah, I mean, it's just, to me, it amazes me sometimes looking back at some of the things that you can get away with. Yeah, so it's like it might it might do okay, but I just wish they could have worked with that one guy and just say split it like eighty twenty and just say keep this going, we'll promote it, we'll give you all the masters and let's do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean I don't think so. It's you know like you said, it's corporate greed. I mean Viacom's not gonna have a middleman when they can just do it themselves. You know, yeah, but it, those it sucks. Yeah. But. I mean, that's what happens sometimes, though. It takes that person to put it up there and go, hey, is somebody interested in this? And then, you know, word of mouth keeps spreading and people put it up there. You know, it's it, it's kind of what, what happens now with, you know, pretty much a lot of things just being on the Internet or people putting anything out on the Internet. You, you discover things that you forgot existed and you go, oh, crap, 
this is awesome. Like, and then you just get a bunch of people watching it, like, like that thing, and people take notice and they go, oh, sweet, you know. Yeah. Um, I think the last thing that I had was, uh, again, here we are with Doctor Who's about to begin their next season on Saturday, and before we even get one episode, there's already drama about Jenna Coleman leaving Doctor Who again for an ITV royalty drama about young Queen Victoria. Do you think that she's really leaving this time, or is this more... I mean, maybe, because she's talked about like having to be talked back into the show in the past, so this might be a good chance for her to leave if she wants to. Uh, it's kind of a shame, but I think I, people are really split on her character, which I find kind of like weird. But I think she's fine. Yeah, and I mean, we've we've talked about it on here a bunch of times, you know, with Daniel and a few of the other guys. That it's it's crazy to me, like how much people just rail on 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 Clara. Yeah. I have a friend who hates Clara, but she loved Martha Jones. And I'm like, yeah. no. What? No. <laughs> I mean, Martha, yeah, it's just, I don't get that. Like, Martha Jones is probably, not because she was bad, but just because she was just there. Yeah, she was bland. Yeah, I mean, and then, and then it was also really awkward. Uh, just, you know, how they made her immediately sort of be in love with the doctor or whatever yeah like like jealous of rose and the, like the worst family life and it's like no yeah i mean not. i under i you know credit to you know them for not being a racist or anything but it's just like okay it's just like a little too much at some points here it's like there's no story to it it's like almost immediate okay well why don't we have context to why she would really be into him like that or whatever it's just you know and, and then it just again it, there's nothing to her I mean uh, what's her face uh, Catherine Tate's was just funny and she was awesome and you know uh, Karen Gillian's was or Amy Pond was like probably one of the best ones you know so it's just I, I mean I, I really enjoyed Clara especially in that towards the tail end I mean I, they've made her be really important probably just as I think important as maybe Rose or whatever but uh, you know maybe some people hate only, that too well the only kind of two things I didn't I like Claire as a, a character the only thing, two things I didn't like about her kind of were like her whole one foot in one foot out mentality it's kind of annoying yeah and they, they uh, make her have a life that's not centered around the doctor which makes sense because he's older yeah, but it's still, I don't think it was quite, quite meshed well, because they kept having to find excuses to, like, get them together. Yeah. And, uh, I don't, I kind of didn't like how much, they, how much they amped her up, like, to be as, like, important to the Doctor's life. Like, they've done that with every companion, pretty much. And it gets a little overwhelming in spots. Yeah, because she does have that role of just, like, Oh, she's almost the doctor. You know, they had that yeah. one episode where she was the doctor because he was, he was not there and all that stuff, and that really pissed people off. And I thought it was creative, but yeah, I agree with you that there's just certain parts where it's just like, whoa, okay, how much stuff does she do in this show already? Yeah. You know? it's, it's gonna be interesting to see what what happens on Saturday, and of course. I don't know if we'll have Daniel on or, or any of the other guys on. I mean, I know Daniel's busy the next couple of weeks because Jeremy's doing factor fiction for him. But, uh, you know, starting on Tuesday or Wednesday, we'll at least be able to have a segment where we talk about Doctor Who uh, again until the, the show goes back off. So if you're a Doctor Who fan, there's another reason to check into the show. That being said, we should end the thing like we usually have been for a while now with talking about the games that came out this week. Uh, Forza Motorsport 6, Xbox One, 
NHL 16 and Pro Evolution Soccer 16. FIFA 16 comes out next week. The Taken King expansion, which the top five video game expansions will be the full one game's top five for this week uh, due to that. And then Tyler Tasmanian Tiger 4, which is apparently a sequel to the decade-old franchise due out on yeah. PC. It's... I think the old the old games were like 3D platformers, and this looks like a 2D side scroller. <laughs> like, what is going on here? <laughs> At least they tried something different. <laughs> That's like making a new Bubsy game. It's like, no, please don't. <laughs> oh Lord, Bubsy. Uh, yeah, no, thank you. On that. I mean, we're, and we're starting to to hit the some of the big games coming out. I mean, next week. We have plenty of uh, heavy hitters on that front, too. So it, it's going to be interesting, uh, you know, what some of the, the big leaders for September are. You know, Skylanders will probably be in that boat. Disney Infinity will also be in that boat. Final Fantasy V is not coming to PC? My goodness. Uh, well, <laughs> that was inevitable, I guess. I'm sure six will come as well. They better not. Ha they don't have an excuse not to have nine at some point now. Uh, the only excuse they would have is nine never actually came to the PC before. Well, four, five, and six did they? No, but I mean those are just ports. I mean those are e like probably easier ports to deal with than nine. Like there is a way to get the only way to get nine really on there would just be to like load the emulator, like, to sell the PlayStation emulator with, like, just that disc image and say, here, play it. I don't know. They would at least up-res it or something like they have for the other game. I mean, they, they would just redo it like they have for 4, 5, and 4 and 5, and I'm sure 6 will be there, so... But aren't they know. just ports of the Game Boy games? No, they're up-res to PC. I mean, they're not up-res to, like, 1080p or anything. No, no, but, I mean, those are just still assets. They, those are assets they probably still have, though. Like, I don't think yeah, they... But they make them it. in, like, at least 3D for the PC. Yeah. You know, or, well, at least with the... I think it's the... I don't know if they're the... I think they are sort of the chibi versions, like they were in 3. Yeah. I'm not sure. So, you know, it, I mean, it is what it is. It's something that's there for people who maybe never played the games, or maybe if you did and you just want to rebuy them again, like... I have three, four, and the after years, which apparently the ones for four aren't that great. I still don't know. I, I just bought them because they were on a sale. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, so that's what's coming out this week. Like I said, next week there's there's already some big games coming out. So we're we're gonna get blasted with a bunch of games coming out uh, every week after after this. So should be. Exciting for everybody that's that's into buying games every week. I'm gonna put half of half the money down for my Rock Band 4 pre-order on Saturday. I'm really excited for that to come out already. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be screwed in November. <laughs> oh God, November is gonna be there. You got Tomb Raider, you got Fallout. You, well, I got now I got two Fallouts and a Starcraft. Yeah, Starcraft. Uh, Halo 5 coming out towards the end of October. So, I mean, plenty of stuff there. Alright, well, that about does it for this week. We'll be back either Tuesday or Wednesday night, which means Wednesday morning or Thursday morning for you to talk about the rest of the Tokyo Game Show stuff and whatever else has been going on. Until then, see you guys later. Later.